wherever you listen throughout the world. It's football time! Welcome back to the Gridiron Guys, your home of the NFL south of the equator. Uh, joining me as always is Cam, uh, and this week as well we've got a very special guest, one half of the Barely Ballers boys. Uh, may I dare say we've only just met, but probably the better half. Can I say oh, that, definitely. Alex? More knowledgeable <laughs> half, definitely. <laughs> like, how you been going, mate? Yeah, all good. Just... Um... Yeah, I mean, if you've listened to to the Barely Ballers podcast, obviously, you know, every time Jackson asks me how I've been going, I say same shit. So yep. same answer, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Yeah. All right, let's kick it off. Um, I guess the first question we're always probably going to be asking guests, especially not from the States, is how did you get into NFL and American sports? I know you guys are pretty much predominantly an American sports podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just coincidentally in New Zealand. Um, I don't know if you guys know what Waitangi Day is, but uh, New Zealand's Waitangi Day is basically Australia's Australia Day. Yeah. Um, and just coincidentally, the Super Bowl often falls on Waitangi Day. So Waitangi Day is always on the 6th of February, and that's just when the Super Bowl generally is around. Um, and it was just, it was the, I can't, it must have been 2007, White, um, the it was when the Giants first beat the Patriots. Mm. It was on Waitangi Day. So I just, you know, sat down and fuck all else to do. So <laughs> just watched the game. And that game was just, it was so back and forth. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is really entertaining. I even, you know, had crossed, you know, crossed my mind. I was like, this is America. And I genuinely thought, I was like, is this scripted? Like it just, it just seemed that way. It was like, you know, the giants were up, then the pets were at, pets were up. And then in the last few seconds, sort of the giants were up again. I was like, holy shit, this is either scripted or like really, really entertaining. And yeah, then just since, since that Super Bowl, um, just sort of started, started watching uh, NFL wherever, whenever I could. And again, same with NBA, but obviously stick on the NFL. Um, and yeah, just, just, kept watching it and again because of that Waitangi day always sort of tried to watch the the Super Bowl and then just started to love because I've always been a you know typical Kiwi kid always been into my rugby and I do enjoy watching rugby but yeah I just started really getting into the off season of American sports you know I love the trades love the drama the free agency and I was like you know this is the sports really entertaining I find but the the drama behind it as well, which you just don't really get with, with rugby. They kind of, they just, they just play it and they go home and, and that's it. There's no trades in rugby or anything like that. No, hundred percent. Cause I mean, look for, yeah, growing up, I guess we didn't see it as much. I know kids now get the social media. Yeah. It's just so much more like easier to sort of access all those sort of things. So I think, yeah, for us, I guess Madden was probably the way we got into it. Yeah. Yeah. Madden as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a massive one for us. So <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I guess is there anyone do you follow a team nah I've always like again I'm from New Zealand so I've I've I kind of find it hard to get like genuinely passionate about a about a team because I'm just like you know like heaps of Kiwis um they have never fucking even been to Aussie they get so behind state of origin and I'm just like you're from fucking Auckland how do you like how are you saying Queensland till I die sort of shit and I just have that you know that mentality of like you know I'm not from there so I've never really gone for teams I've more supported players so yeah um 
like even though that was the first game I ever watched with um, Eli Manning and Tom Brady, I never really got behind them. But then the first college game I ever watched was um, Auburn versus Oregon in the NCAA final when Cam Newton was at Oregon. Oh, sorry, when he was at Auburn and they yeah. beat Oregon. And I was just like, fuck, this kid is special. Like he's just better than everyone else on the field. So I've always been a big supporter of Cam Newton. Um and yeah, he would probably be the main NFL guy. And then him and probably Patrick Willis as well. He was a, um, a lineman for the 49ers back when they lost to the Ravens. Yep. In that, what was it, 2011 Super Bowl, something like that? I think, yeah, 11 or 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, with Cam Newton, I suppose, is, are you following his journey pretty sharply this year? Do you think he'll be staying as a starter or will Mac Jones take over? Yeah, I, I think... Cam Newton definitely starts it, uh, starts the season. But it's a, it's a tough one to tell. Again, I was listening to your, um, what would have been the AFC East. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, the AFC East um, podcast, obviously with the, um, the Pats are in that. And, you know, you guys were talking about it. You know, you guys are exactly right. It's Bill Belichick. He loves his um, prototypical quarterbacks, which Mac Jones is and Cam Newton isn't. But mm-hmm. he also understands that if you chuck a guy in the deep end too quick, he might crumble. So I definitely think Cam Newton will start, but I don't I don't see Cam Newton at the Patriots next year and I don't see him doing too well with it this year either. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely yeah. a few question marks over those ones. I suppose, yeah, moving on to the next one, you were talking about a lot of the the uh, I suppose the 24-7 news cycle that is almost the off-season sometimes and a bit of the drama that goes on. There's probably a fair few, a bit of movement in the QB room this year with a fair few people either trying to get trades or did get traded. Do you have any sort of takes on what happened over this or what's been happening? Yeah, look, honestly, I've been so focused on the NBA this season. You guys are <laughs> going to have to update me a little bit. What I Obviously, I know the Aaron Rodgers talk. What are, what are some of the other QB trade talks going on? Well, I suppose obviously the big one was uh, Carson Wentz, the biggest name to go across. <laughs> to the who, Colts. who, who's, where's he gone to? I'm a little bit behind to on the Colts. This. Yeah. Oh, to the Colts, right? Yeah. Right. So he's taken over from Rivers. Oh, oh no, yeah. Sorry, I did know that. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I've never Carson Wentz. Uh, I think he's just kind of that. I, I think his best days are behind him, type thing. I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but. I don't think the Colts are a great team and I don't think Carson Wentz is a great quarterback and for whatever reason, he can't seem to get his shit together health-wise or anything. So not that that doesn't kind of, you know, excite me too much, really. Yeah, for you, Deshaun Watson, I suppose, with him. Yeah, that was another big one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the other thing is I just... Um, I was following it really closely the, with the story when it all broke out and then mm. it just, you know, it turned into... One girl accusation, two, 10, 27. Yeah. And then, and then after, you know, the last news story I heard was 27 have, girls have accused him of this. And then I haven't heard anything since. So I, I just don't, I'm not actually sure what's going on with it. I mean, I don't think he plays this season, but I also don't know. I mean, would you want to trade for him? Bit of baggage, yeah, to be honest. But sometimes yeah. it seems like over there, you sort of put the baggage behind you because you've got these sort of big personalities almost that can basically run your franchise for the next couple of years. So is it sort of worth that? I don't know. Depends as well. Cause there was a lot and I suppose you don't want to get in too many too deep into those allegations, but is it sort of feel like there's 
sort of too many for it to actually be real almost sometimes well that's the thing has there has anything come out of it like have they reached a verdict is he is he guilty is he not guilty did he did he pay them off to make it go away like again like i said i haven't really been following it recently yeah i reckon it'll end up being a payoff like they'll probably pay him out and there will be i don't know what much will come from it it'd be interesting to see if it does because that'll mean that his career is dusted but, but like he hasn't the the verdict like he's still being accused of these things they haven't found him guilty or found him innocent yet yeah as far as we're aware i don't I yeah. Really, yeah you're right i haven't yeah. heard as much about it's all yeah, allegations yeah. So, yeah 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 so i mean i just i just think i mean you know how the nfl are with their investigations and shit so i just <laughs> think this drags on for the entire season and he because he's not on the exempt list i don't think because no. they don't they don't have enough evidence so he's allowed to play but also the texans are pretty shit and I can't see a team trading for him while these allegations are ongoing. So I don't think too much happens there. No. What were we going to say? The Rogers is probably, I think Rogers is probably the only other one, I guess with his golf tournament last week, which was just brilliant. Did you hear all of Tom Brady's jokes to him? Mm, So good. Oh, fuck. They were good. That Jeopardy one, eh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is a man who can't, get who isn't happy with the situation but has no options <laughs> it's brilliant but like that's what we were talking about the other day zach is like the amount that they can talk about compared to like say rugby league players or rugby union players like he can say whatever he wants and so, like and not and that doesn't really get held accountable for it but if they said something here they'd get slammed i suppose yeah, it, it comes with the power that they hold as well. Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, those, those two specifically, like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they, they're the top of the top kind of guys. So, you know, maybe five to seven years ago, Cam Smith maybe might be able to say something like that. But, you know, if you get your average second rower in the NRL saying that sort of shit, and, you know, even if you get your average linebacker in the NFL, it's kind of the, you know, how much risk are you, are you worth sort of thing? Like when, when Ray Rice obviously did what he did, mm-hmm. it, a lot of reporters came out and said, we've gotten word from the Ravens that they would sign him, like they would keep him on if he was better. But he's just not, with what he, with how bad what he did was, he's mm-hmm. just not worth keeping him on. But if he was better, they would. And it's just like, that's kind of the reality of things really. So turns how good you are as well. But yeah, with the Rodgers, it's it's tough. Like, do you guys see him leaving Green Bay? I think, um, I suppose they let him go for the right price. It's just their asking price seems to be way too high at the moment for what anyone's willing to give up, I suppose. Um, other than that, I don't, he doesn't sound like he's going back to play, but it's a lot of money for him to give up, even for himself, really. You look at it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, for, first off, like I don't think there is too high a price for Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and then everybody else in terms of you know skill at the QB position. But yeah, that's the thing is when, when all the stuff first broke out a few months ago, I didn't think he would leave because I couldn't. He didn't seem that upset, but also there's actually not that many better situations than Green Bay. Like Green Bay is a really good team. They just the GM or head office or whatever just treat Aaron Rodgers like shit and don't give him any receivers for whatever reason but they're actually still a pretty good team though so it's like if you're Aaron Rodgers you're pretty late in your career you want to win so unless you can somehow end up on the Chiefs the Bucks the maybe the Seahawks or the Titans like you know a a real legit Super Bowl contender like would you actually want to leave anyway 
No, I don't reckon you would. Like, it's you're probably 100% right there. And I know on one of your Barely Ballers episodes, you said, like, the only reason you'd want to leave is because Wisconsin's a bit of a shithole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, you've, you've been there for, like, 15 years. You can take another yeah. two. Correct, yeah. Unless they get him help or, like, that, because, as you said, the front office just don't do shit for him. Like, they, they've got Devontae Adams, but there's talk of him obviously going, but that's only if Aaron doesn't doesn't stay, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you go. You go. <laughs> I was going to ask, what's your finally? I suppose we're talking about QBs a bit. What's your thoughts on some of the new guys in the league? Obviously, like Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, um, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields. You know, who do you see making the biggest splash this year, or who's going to make the biggest impact? I suppose. Uh, I th- I think like from I just I have to go with Trevor Lawrence for that, but purely because I, I don't think Trey Lance, what I've heard, Trey Lance isn't going to start. Jimmy Garoppolo still is going to be the starting QB for the 49ers. So there's that. And then I think Chicago's offense is pretty shit. Um, obviously the Jets suck and the Jags suck. So purely based on that, I'd go, you know, be going for for Trevor Lawrence. Like there's no, no good QB has really gotten lucky and fallen to a, to a really good team, you know, like um, Deshaun, uh, sorry, not Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes went 11 to the 49ers, uh, uh, sorry, not the 49ers, to the Kansas City Chiefs a few years ago when mm. sort of Andy Reid and Alex Smith had kind of built them and they were continually making the playoffs, but then they had a bad season. So they got a pretty high draft pick. And, you know, sometimes it just works out that way. Um, but that didn't happen this year. All the good quarterbacks went to the shit team. So, I'd purely have to go with Trevor Lawrence because I think he's the best, but I'm real high on this Zach Wilson kid. Um, mm. It's probably because for whatever reason, the first um, game of the season, I just happened to be watching BYU. And all I see, I don't know, I don't know who he was, but all I see is this play action pump fake shovel pass for a touchdown. And straight away I messaged Jackson and I, vid- I recorded and sent it to him. And I was like, look at this kid. He's, he's like Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to be high on this kid. And then just throughout the season, they're just more and more talk. So it's kind of just like, uh, I feel like I saw him first. Obviously I didn't, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel like I saw him first. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll back this yeah, kid. You liked him before he was cool. Like, yeah, you know? basically. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what guess, about you guys? What do you, what do you, what do you see with that though? Are you guys um, high on anyone? Um, I reckon like Fields kind of gets a bit of slander and I actually don't mind him. Like, I guess compared to Wilson, he played in a better conference against better opposition. Like Wilson sort of in that, I don't know what's the conference is Mountain West, is oh, it? I don't You're even in or know. something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. backwards country town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't mind Fields. Obviously, Lawrence is going to be good, but I reckon Fields could be a smoky, I suppose, for the offensive rookie of the year if he does start early. Yeah, well, J- Jackson's real high on Justin Fields. There's just, I don't know, there's just something about him that I don't trust in the NFL. Um I guess scheme scheme of things. And like, I also just don't rate the Chicago bears offense. Their defense is elite. I think if they got a um, good quarterback and then, you know, people wanted to go there, they could be a legit threat, but otherwise not, not too high on the bears. Yeah. Cause I think if they held on to Allen Robinson only this year with the tag, they'll probably lose him next year. I would say. Yeah. 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 Are you high uh, on anyone, Zach? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I, <laughs> I love Wilson. You just watch those pro day highlights and it gets you almost pretty wet, but that is just <laughs> against, <laughs> against no one. So you got to take that into consideration a little bit. Yeah. Fields kind of feels, I have that same uneasiness about him. He almost kind of feels like when Dwayne Haskins came into the league a little bit, you know, quite dominant in that yeah. college, but it's how he's going to translate to the pro game. Uh, so I'd probably yeah lean into Lawrence a bit. I don't, 
I don't know. I thought Lance got drafted pretty high compared for what we thought he was supposed to be. So that was potentially a bit of a reach in my eyes. So yeah. I suppose, yeah, out of those four, Lawrence seems like, yeah, the best, most complete pocket passer sort of thing at the moment, you know, NFL ready, as they say, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I just, yeah, with, I, I for whatever reason, I don't trust fields. I don't think Mac Jones and Trey Lance are going to see a whole lot of playing time. Mm-hmm. And then out of Trevor, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, I think the Jags are a little bit less shit than the Jets, but just a little bit. And Lawrence is probably a little bit better than Wilson naturally as well. So I just think he just outdoes him that little bit. Yeah, and Jets being that big market team, I suppose they can attract better players in the future, can't they? Like if he's good enough, people will go there. I mean, Jacksonville's it's you know, it's in my it's in it's in Miami though. Like yeah, it's, it's true. It's it's, it's in, sorry, it's not in Miami. It's in Florida. Like yeah. it's a. Uh, uh, it's not a big market, but it's a nice place to live. And I don't know, the Jets just seem to have this stigma stigma about them. Like they haven't really been great since Rex Ryan was the coach. And even then they weren't great. They were just no. kind of, they were just kind of good. Um, but yeah, whatever reason, it's just one of those organizations that's just really poorly run and players just don't really want to go there. They're like the New York Knicks in the NBA. It's just like, it's New York, but you just would never, never consider it. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, I suppose we've been doing episodes over the last few weeks and we'll do it leading into the season and doing predictions for each of the divisions. I don't know. Do you have any predictions? I don't know if you want to do each one. It might take a little bit, but like top four in AFC, top four in NFC, and then your championship. Yeah. No, Jackson literally asked me this question the other week because he wanted to put on a bet. So you're lucky. I already have them already. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. So AFC East, I got the bills. Um, I just think, yeah, like I said, I, I, Big fan of Cam Newton, but I don't think the Patriots go that well. Obviously, the the Jets suck. And then who's the other? Oh, the Dolphins. I think yeah. the – actually, yeah, again, I listened to the AFC East one um, yesterday yeah. the day before that you guys did. And, yeah, I agree with what you guys said about the Dolphins. I think they're a, I think they're a good team. I think – they, I think they can just slip into a wild card. I think they'll finish around the 10 and 7, 11 and 6 sort of marks. But again, I, I think the Bills win 13 to 14 games in that division. Um, AFC North, this is a tough one. I've gone with the Ravens because I think Big Ben takes a step back. Um, I know the Steelers, what did they go last year? Like 14 and 2? They yeah, went 14 think, in a row and then lost their last two. Yeah, they won that 12 in a row and then they sort of just yeah. shit oh, the bed it, from there. 12 they, in a row, yeah, yeah. and lost to the Browns. And the Browns, I think, yeah. for this one, is the biggest content. Like, are they too overhyped for you? I've never believed in Baker, so that's why yeah. I'm not. Um, again, Jackson's a big believer in Baker. For whatever that's reason, it. I'm just not. Um, yeah, so that that's why I've tipped the Ravens for that. Kind of weirdly, though, I would back the Browns more in a playoff game, but regular season, um, I'd back Lamar Jackson more than I would, um, what's his name, Baker Mayfield. AFC South, yeah, I've gone the Titans. Again, I think the Colts will be good, but again, as I actually, as I was doing it, sending it to Jackson, I still thought Philip Rivers was the QB. Now that you say Carson Wentz is, I definitely back the Titans for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, AFC West, obviously the Chiefs. Don't need to really go any further for that. NFC East. I've gone with the Cowboys for this because I think the Eagles probably take a little while to rebuild with Jalen Hurts, and I don't think their team is quite as good as it used to be. Um, Washington's just nothing. I don't even know who their starting quarterback's going to be this year. Have they signed anyone? Um, that's a great question. They had that Chad, that, that Hen- Chad Henney dude at yeah. the end. Heineke, who played, yeah. yeah, Heineke, sorry. Yeah. Oh, have they, um, got, they got Fitzpatrick this year, don't they? 
Yep. <laughs> so the journeyman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so what? Fitzpatrick probably wins four in a row and then loses the next ten. So yeah, yep. the NFC East. I just I'm not, again. I'm not a massive fan of Dak, but he's he's a lot less shit than the other quarterbacks in it. And the Cowboys have a decentish team. I think they've fixed up the defense a little bit. Yeah. Um, Zeke should be back and and healthier. The the O line should be back and healthier. So gone the Cowboys for that. NFC North, I have stuck with the Packers because I I think I'm probably like 70% on Aaron Rodgers won't leave. Um, obviously, if he does leave, he's, you know, the Packers are done and that's it. Because if he does leave, I don't think they get, a, um, you know, obviously not a QB in his caliber, but even a, I, again, I'm not high on Carson Wentz, but I know a lot of NFL people are. I don't think they get a, a good QB back. I think they get a shitload of picks and then build on Jordan Love. So if the Packers trade away Aaron Rodgers, I think it's full rebuild phase for them. Yeah. Um, again, like I said, I'm not a big believer in Chicago. And then is that Detroit and that other? Yeah, Vikings yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jared Goff and the Lions. That's going to be terrible. <laughs> NFC South, Breeze has just left the Saints. So I think that's Tampa's division to take. Yep. Um, Carolina, Sam Darnold, I don't see them winning a, a whole lot of games. And then um, who's the last team in that one? Saints, uh, Tampa. Yeah, the Falcons, Falcons yeah. Oh, Falcons, yeah. No, I, don't, I, don't, I, I thought the Falcons should have drafted a QB. I think Matty Ice has passed his days. Um, yeah, I don't see them doing well at all. And then the NFC West, I'd like to get your guys' take on this one. I've tipped the Seahawks, but, man, I, th- I think I definitely wouldn't be putting putting my money on this one. I think the Rams are right there. I've always been a big fan of Matt Stafford. I was, uh, um, you know, you asked me, did I support any, if I've supported any teams? Fuck, Madden 13, the Detroit Lions were my team. <laughs> Megatron, Matt Stafford yeah. and Megatron, holy <laughs> shit. Um, so yeah, I've always been a big fan of, of Matthew Stafford purely because of um, Megatron was always at Detroit with him, and I I just loved watching Megatron play. So I think I think Matt Stafford will be a big upgrade on the Rams. I think I'm not going to say a legit contender um, in terms of Super Bowl, but I think they win a lot of regular season games. Yeah, NFC West. I we haven't done that one yet, but I think when I did my predictions, those like top three teams, Rams, because I think 49ers get a lot of people back this year. I guess yeah, oh, they were they were injury um, riddled last year. Yeah, hundred percent. So I reckon it's between those three. I don't think Cardinals with nah. Kyler Murray. I don't mind Murray, but and he's got good weapons now. But I still don't think it's enough to sort of beat those other three. Yeah. I have Forty Niners, I think. Yeah, I've sort of gone. Yeah, toss up between sort of Forty Niners and Seahawks mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah, Forty Niners just with the cattle that they get back, they'll be pretty dominant. Uh, you see them going good, and you just I don't know. It's hard to not go against the Seahawks really even though they sort of sometimes go a bit worse than they should over the past couple of years like Russell Wilson uh, like he started the year on like a house on fire last year was in conversation for MVP so I suppose if they go back to the well again it's no doubt that he can't do it again so yeah no I'm a the the main reason I go on with the Seahawks is just because I'm a I I definitely jumped on that Legion of Boom bandwagon Mm. um and obviously part of that was kind of you know backing Russell Wilson as well and I'm a big believer in Russell Wilson. I think he he gets the job done. He's clutch and he knows how to win, even if he's probably maybe I don't want to say dropped off in the last couple of years, but when he when he first came onto the scene, he was really sort of lighting it up and he's kind of I I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I just don't think he's he's putting up his 
bigger performances anymore, but just in that fourth quarter, I definitely trust him more than Jimmy Garoppolo, more than Matt Stafford, and yeah, like you said, definitely more than Kyler Murray, although they're building. They're, they'll be looking good in a few more years. Yeah, 100%. Um, what, do you have the same teams going back to the Super Bowl then, or do you think there'll be an upset caused along the way there? I have the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl from the AFC. I just still, I still can't see a legit threat. Like, I know the Bills are a good team, but... I don't know. There's just there's just something about them that I just I don't know if it's Josh Allen or if it's because it's fucking Buffalo, but there's just something that I can't see with them. The Ravens, I just still don't think Lamar Jackson can. Um, I, I just think there's a blueprint for him in the playoffs. Um, I think he's a great regular season player, but just in in the playoffs, I just think teams have have figured him out a little bit. Um. I would never fucking back a team to make the Super Bowl as long as Ryan Tannehill is their quarterback. <laughs> um, so that's why, again, I think the Titans win a lot of regular season games, maybe yeah. even make it to the AFC Championship. But again, as, as long as Ryan Tannehill is under center, I fucking will not back them. So have the Chiefs out of the AFC. And then from the NFC, I think Brady being 60 years old, I just, I can't see it. And he's, fuck, if he, if they make the Super Bowl again, I'll never hear the end of it from Jackson. So I really hope they don't make the Super Bowl. But from the NFC, I've got the Packers, if Aaron Rodgers stays there. And if he doesn't, I've got the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't mind that. Does Jackson uh, love Brady? Oh, yeah, he he absolutely loves him. And he's, so at the start of the year, as soon, sorry, not at the, even at the start of the year, as soon as Tom Brady Credit where credit's due. As soon as Tom Brady got traded to Tampa, Jackson put, I think it was $100 on them to win the Super Bowl. And they were paying like 22 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And then so me and Jackson do a bet every year where we just go team for team. So we each have 16 teams yep. for 500 bucks. And I had the first pick. I picked the Chiefs. With his second pick, he picked the Bucks. And I was like, you're a, like, first of all, you're an idiot because they're not that good. But second of all, you're an idiot because you need to be thinking of this of like who you think is a good team that I'm going to take. And you know, I'm not high on the bucks. So you probably could have got them with like your seven or eighth pick, yeah. but you decided to choose them second. What a waste of a pick. So I never heard the end of that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man got paid, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He won almost three grand that day. That was, that was awful Jeez. to watch. <laughs> Um, I guess other predictions we were looking at MVP rookie of the year comeback player of the year we thought was a pretty hotly contested one. Ooh, wait before we go there, who are you guys got in the Super Bowl? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, Super Bowl I have Chiefs, yeah. and then I think with Bucks returning too many back, it's not that Brady's probably the most elite. It's yeah, it's it's pretty easy pick to take, isn't it? Um, I still have them. I think you, what you said, if Packers keep Rogers, those two are in the NFC Championship. But outside yeah. of that, I don't see too many more competing from other divisions. Yeah. yeah. I'd see the NFC going sort of the same again with the Bucks bringing all their players back. Tom doesn't really have to do too much work, let's be honest. Um, but probably in the AFC, I think I'm going to buy into the Bills Mafia this year. Mm. I'm going to buy into the hype. Let, let, let the woo-woo take control and just let's see how they go. I reckon they go that one step further. <laughs> do, you, do you think they knock off the Chiefs or do you think the Chiefs lose to somebody else and the Bills don't have to go through them? Ah, geez, that's a tough one. I mean, Titans could come up, as you said. You don't sort of see them as a postseason threat, but they could, yeah, certainly come up and knock them off. But I think I'd I'd possibly back the Bills against them, against the Chiefs. Yeah, I reckon yeah, and I go toe to toe. Oh, I just I, so I, I had like when I was doing my picks, I had this thing, and I was like, nah, surely the surely the Chiefs 
like can't win and you, I, first, I don't know if I like compare the chiefs to when I watch Israel Adesanya fight. It's like they start playing and it's like, fuck, Oh man, I'm just so nervous. Cause I want them to win so bad. And I want Israel to win so bad. And it's like, Oh, I don't know. And then you just start seeing them playing and it's like, fuck, why was I worried? Like, they're yeah. just like, you know, they're just How so dominant. He's, yeah, pretty Israel, pretty he's not going to lose. Yeah. He can't get hit. The Chiefs, they just, they get a touchdown scored on them and they scored three back. So I feel like, like, I doubt the Chiefs, but then I remember that I've doubted them before. And then I mm. see Patrick Mahomes start playing and it's like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot for doubting it. So that's like, <laughs> it's like when you have to write down why you broke up with an ex, the reasons just to remember them, you have to go back to them. Uh, it's just that. Eh? It's like, no, remember when you watch them, they're fucking yeah. good. Yeah, 100%. I reckon for me, the AFC is way more hotly contested, like at the top. There's like those four or five teams with the Ravens and the Bills. They could beat the Chiefs on their day. NFC, I don't reckon there's too many that go past those top two. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the the AFC has got the yeah sort of the more top three to four teams. And yeah, I definitely think the NFC is between yeah Packer Packers and Seahawks. I do think the Bucks will be in and around, but I just I don't know for whatever reason it's that just going back to back is hard. Like I know it sounds stupid, like it shouldn't matter that you won it last, like winning it last year shouldn't lessen your chances of winning it this year, but it just seems like it does. I it don't, does yeah, obviously sure. I've never been a professional athlete, or, you know, but it just seems like being in the locker room or being around the same guys, just obviously you played the most games out of anybody, played the most minutes. It just, it does lessen your chances. And just for whatever reason, I just, I don't see too many teams going back to back these days. In the uh, NFL. Yeah. No, I feel you. It puts a target on their back also. And you yeah, see the yeah, other teams, too. the other teams they raise to try and beat these guys because they know this is sort of the level. So it's just that sort of extra, you know, just an extra step up almost that some teams get when they play these guys, really. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So have you guys done your picks between your 16 teams each? No, no, not yet. Um, we'll usually do it a little bit closer to. Um, kind of just waiting for a little bit of these talks to to seal down see if anything happens because when, when's kickoff like september-ish uh, yeah early september yeah. like first or second week yeah yeah now we usually do it maybe two weeks before to see just to, to let all of the talks talks and trades and stuff go through obviously the yeah kind of want to see what's not that i'd pick the texans anyway but if the sean watson ended up going to another maybe contending team that would potentially put that team in the top pack again for me personally, the Packers would be one of my top three picks. But again, I fuck not if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. So we, we try to sort of leave it as late as possible before that very first game. But he has the first pick this year. So I think he's going to pick the Bucks again. Let him um, so then, yeah, I'll probably... Actually, I don't want to say who I'm going to pick with my first one. Just <laughs> so it's, probably, it's probably pretty obvious anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so what I was saying before, awards. Like, do you, I know you guys do those sort of midweek MVPs mm. when you're doing your thing during the season. Do you have anyone as a clear-cut MVP? Um, yeah, I actually wrote a little piece. Sorry, I just tried to find it. I wrote a little piece on it um, for YKTR maybe four-ish weeks ago now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've got it all here. So, MVP, yeah, I just went Patrick Mahomes. Um, Again, it's my, my literal words were, I know this isn't a very sexy pick, but I think it's the correct one. And yeah, I, don't, I can't really elaborate on too much more. I think he his, his offensive line is back. They also drafted another offensive lineman for her, um, with their first round pick. So, you know, they're going to have a good offensive line. And then they obviously have that, you know, receiving core with um, 
with uh, Travis, Kel- yeah, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, some other kid will come out of the woodworks, you know, some little speedster. So I think Patrick Mahomes puts up, you know, four and a half thousand yards plus, 40 touchdowns plus, and maybe less than 10, 10 interceptions, something like that. So definitely have him. Who would you guys go for that? Yeah, look, probably looking at Mahomes. He's probably got to be out and out one of the well, the best player in the league pretty much, um, you'd think. And then, as you sort of said, just the weapons around him, he's pretty much got it made for him almost. That's So, yeah, yeah. just pretty much makes your job easy, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Well, there's no one outside of it. Like, a, like looking, I was looking at the odds before. Like, there's no one outside of a quarterback who's going to win it. Like, no, no, absolutely not. No. No. Um, MVP is going to be a quarterback. Yeah, 100%. So, look, if, if the Bills go deep, Josh Allen could because he just throws up wild numbers. This, this is for a smoky. Like, it's just, I think Mahomes is pretty much an easy pick to say. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. He's got good value. I think it's like six bucks to win it. So it's Mahomes not bad is. value there. Yeah, for, on sports bet, oh, I was looking okay. before. Yeah, six bucks yeah, to win it. It's yeah, it's just like I don't. I'm not a big fan of putting on season bets though, yeah, because you know long. just it, injuries happen. You know, Patrick Mahomes can get injured, or two of a two of his offensive linemen can can get injured. So I think that's why they kind of have to pay pay that sort of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what was the other one we were looking at the other week? His comeback player of the year. Yeah, there's some actually Ooh. massive names on this one. What do we <laughs> have? We had Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, Burrow, Barkley, Wentz, and Bosa. Like those are massive yeah. names coming back. Yeah, so that that last one that you said, so that's who. So again, in that article I wrote, um, oh, yeah. I had for defensive player of the year. Like I went for the for the easy safe pick. You know, if you're actually going to put money on it, I just went. You know, went Aaron Donald. But for the for the more sexy pick, I went with Nick Bosa. Um, I think this dude's a he's a animal man. He's he's not Aaron Donald, um, but he's an edge rusher where Aaron Donald's up the middle, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to double team up the middle. Yep. But, um, you know, Nick, Bol- Nick Bosa, he won Defensive Rookie of the Year. I think he'll be really, really hungry this year coming back off, uh, was it a ACL or Achilles injury? Forgot what it was, but whatever it was, it was season ending for him. So I think, I think, I, I think Nick Bosa um, will, be, will be the comeback player of the year. I do really like Joe Burrow, but again, I just don't think the Bengals um, have enough for him to be be great um you know obviously they who did they just draft what's his friend out of lsu oh jamar chase yeah jamar chase yeah yeah so I, th- I think um burrow puts up decent numbers but i just think that again at the quarterback position you're relying on a lot of other people to do their job well i've, I've said this on um barely ballers a couple of times i think the best thing about being a you know defensive end or a defensive lineman is you're not really relying on other people to do their job well. It's kind of a one-on-one matchup on that defensive line. It's just you need to beat your guy, and if you beat your guy, you've got to the quarterback, whereas at the quarterback position, you need your receivers to run your routes. You need your offensive line to block for you. So I just don't think the Bengals have what it takes just yet to make Burrow great. Yeah, I think that's fair. What were your thoughts on their draft not going for a – Protection for him, like a lot. I love it. Than, I, I, yeah. I, I, I fucking loved it. Eh? It was the. Yeah, I think we did it. We did a podcast on that. I reckon this was one of the coolest drafts um, in a very long time. Yeah. Him getting Jamar Chase. Um, Tua getting. Oh Waddle, shit! What's yeah, he got Waddle. Yeah. Waddle, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he got um, Waddle. Oh, I just think it was one of the. Yeah, one of the coolest drafts in a long time, and I think it just. 
like kind of going back to Aaron Rodgers, I think it kind of shat on him a little bit. Like these young kids that have been in the league for a year are getting their receivers. I've been here for 15 and can't get a first round receiver. Um, but anyway, staying, staying on this. Yeah. And no, I thought it was a really cool draft. I thought it was awesome that the, he got his receiver. And I think it showed that Barrow probably has a little bit of say in the Bengals already, um, which obviously means they're invested in him. And yeah, I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals offensive line isn't terrible. And I don't know, me personally, there's always good offensive linemen coming out. Yeah. Jamar Chase, I think he's a special receiver. Um, and yeah, there, there's not always a, I don't think there's always a Jamar Chase in college, but there's always a, another fat boy yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's looking, a, looking to guard a quarterback. It's a boring pick, isn't it? Like they took the sexy pick. They went the hot yeah, option. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, I suppose that leads us into what have we done? Defensive comeback and then probably just rookie of the year, I suppose. Uh, looking in, do you see, because uh, Herbert got it last year. So again, this is probably leaning towards more of a quarterback, but do you see anyone outside of the quarterback position winning it? So, yeah, so like, again, if, if I'm putting money on it, I'm just going to go Trevor Lawrence. But if I'm looking for the sexy pick, I'm going for the guy I was just talking about with Jamar Chase. Because, again, I think Bar- I think Burrow puts up reasonable numbers, like th- maybe around the three and a half to, to 4,000 yards. And I think the majority of that is to Jamar Chase. I think he has a 1,000-yard season at least um, with around eight to 10 touchdowns. So... It just kind of, I don't know, sometimes, you know, they give it, you know, for a, if a quarterback like Lawrence has three and a half thousand yards, do you value that more than a receiver having a thousand yards? So it's kind of, it, it can be a bit of a coin flip sometimes. Obviously, a quarterback has more of an impact on the game, but yeah. then sometimes they just, I don't know, for whatever reason, be like, yeah, and actually, you know what, this receiver can, can have it this time. Um, but who do you guys have for that? Can you guys see a, a quarterback? Uh, sorry, not a quarterback winning it? Yeah, if I went outside a quarterback, I was having a look at this before. Like Najee Harris, I didn't mind. Like a first round pick for a running back, I'm never usually a fan of. Like I think that's a reach he, for a running where back. Where did he go to? Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, so with Big Ben being, yeah. being regressing and being shit, <laughs> yeah. I reckon he couldn't be too, he might not be too bad because they haven't had a good running back in a while. Um, and then I know, I mean, Falcons are going to be shit, but people love this Kyle Pitts. Like the pure he's athleticism good. for him. Yeah, he's correct. Like I'm, I'm, Florida, I'm high on him, but yeah, at yeah. Florida he was elite because I mean, Trask. It was a Trask. I don't know if he was the quarterback then, but yeah, like he put up huge numbers when he was playing for them. You know, I, I think Kyle Pitts is. I think he's a really good pick, and I think in you know five to seven years' time, you're you're going to be looking at him like George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. But I just don't yeah. think he's. I don't think he's the big numbers type of guy to be winning awards. Like again, you, you, none of us are talking about Travis Kelsey or George Kittle for for MVP or Offensive Player of the Year or anything like that. But when you say their names, you go, "Yeah, that's a really fucking good player." So I think Kyle yeah. Pitt, unfortunately, just because of the position that he plays, will will fall into that. Yeah. Do you have anyone, Zach? Yeah, probably similar Lawrence. I did like, though, um, probably as a smoky, uh, Rashad Bateman going into Baltimore. <laughs> Bit of an outside chance here because he's quite a good route runner and hopefully if Lamar gets his throwing arm going, he's got a good option. That's a very deep smoky, I know, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't... Sorry, I, was, I'm, I just wouldn't be picking any receiver from no. Lamar. Well, I mean, no. and I suppose you look at last year... 
Justin Jefferson did break the rookie receiving mark and he still couldn't get it. So you're pretty highly unlikely that you're going to get a rookie of the year outside of a QB by the looks. Yeah. Who who did win rookie of the year? Yeah, last year. Bit. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, yeah, that so, was deserved. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. If you like he set a record for the rookie receiving yards and still couldn't win it. So I think you'd have yeah. to do something like really special to get it. Cool. Um, right, oh, should we move on to the next bit? I suppose talking a bit, um, this is probably more on your side. You did mention you do listen to a little bit of college and watch a bit of college football. Um, what are your thoughts on the new college NIL, the the new pay in the players, I suppose? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I love it. Like it's fucking, mm. it, should have, it should have been done a long time ago. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know what else to say on it. Like I think it's like, yeah, I don't want to get like sounding too political and shit like that, but I think it was pretty disgusting that they couldn't make money off yeah. their, you know, not, not, not even the fact that they couldn't, obviously, I, I still think they should be paid. I can't, I can, I don't agree with it. I can understand the little bit of why they can't be paid. And even as I say that, I convince myself, no, you, no, of course they should fucking be paid. Um, it should just be a, a salary cap like the NFL. And then it means that every school has the same chance of getting it as, as other schools do. Um, so yeah, they should be paid, but the fact that they couldn't even make money from sponsorships or their likeness was just absolutely ridiculous. And if you want to, again, I'm not going to, but get into the political side of like, you know, systemic racism and white owners and black players and a, a lot of shit like that. So yeah, I think it's great. And I think it's really great to see the rules being in for I don't know exactly how long, a couple months and these players are signing million dollar sponsorships already. And, yeah. you know, people like JJ Redick and stuff are coming out and being like, man, if I could do this, I would have made millions, except <laughs> I would have spent it all on polos and shit already. And, you know, um, Reggie Bush has come out and be like, yes, that's cool for these kids, but I want my Heisman back. Mm, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like just, yeah, I, I think it's good. And yeah. I assume you guys agree. No, yeah, 100%. I reckon when we were talking about it, I looked at it two ways. I was like, does it even out? Because big colleges are 100% are already paying players like Alabama and all those sort of guys. They're 100% like, I know Tennessee got caught for handing money in McDonald's bags <laughs> to players. Like they're already paying to get these yeah. recruits. So I think, does it even out the field? Does it like, because they're not worried about getting money about where they go? Well, see that the thing that I kind of like that, because the thing that the NCAA kind of says is like well if they if we let them pay then it will not be fair between colleges and i think that's ridiculous but yeah the the one thing that i kind of again I, i'm really happy that these guys can make uh, money off their their image and likeness but i think that going that route probably made it more unfair if if anything like if you just made a, a hard salary cap for all division one colleges that makes it even but if you don't pay them, but a player can make money off their essentially fame, mm -hmm. now that's an incentive to go to a, a bigger college or, you know, an Alabama or, a, um, you know, an Ohio State, these teams yeah. that people are already interested in because nobody's really, you know, you're going to go to a team who's getting more national TV time. You're not going to go to one of these, obviously still a Division One team, mm -hmm. but that's just doesn't get as much division one time. So if anything, again, the NCAA is so stupid that they went, okay, we'll pay players, but we'll do it like in this way because it's fair. But I don't know, from my point of view, I think it actually makes it more unfair, but 
Yeah, I guess actually I didn't think about it that way. You're right. Like if you're going to get more exposure as if you're not going to go to those title winning teams. Yeah. Um, for me, like I think it's good because when I, like, I went to school over there for like six months and the guys just, they couldn't do anything. Like if you offered, like they couldn't get a lift from someone, like not a lift, they couldn't borrow someone's car. They always saw that as like getting a gift or an upper hand from someone. And it was just stupid. Like these guys are going hungry. Like, because they, I think they brought in like meal plans and allowed them to eat more rather than like three times a day. Cause like these guys, it was what, just stupid. Did you go to a Div 1 school? Yeah. Well, so I did exchange. I went to University of Tennessee. Oh, fuck. That would be yeah. Like a- so that was, I mean, that's a good experience. And like looking at their school, like everyone was always talking about, then you look at the numbers that they make out of these players, like the pure yeah. money that these schools get. And then these Billions. guys get fucking nothing. And yeah. that's what I, I agree. That's why I think them getting the money from this is deserved. Cause like, let me look how much Dion Williamson talking basketball brought yeah. to Duke. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I remember I watched this um, clip. I forgot who the comedian was, but basically he went and he, um, he took uh, this, was, this was a few years ago, obviously before the rule came in and he took a, I think it was like an offensive or defensive lineman out for dinner. And he was just talking about the rules and how stupid they are. And the comedian ordered a steak and he wasn't allowed to buy the player a steak because it would be seen as, you know, tampering or whatever the official rule was. Yeah. And then he was like, do you want to bite? And the player was like, you know, I'm not allowed. And he was like, okay. And he like almost, he t- the comedian takes like one bite out of the steak. And then he's like, well, do you just want to have the rest of it? He was like, no, I can't. Um, it's, you know, it's still your property. You still have it. So the comedian was like, okay, I now officially declare this as rubbish this is garbage to me. I'm going to throw this in the rubbish bin. Can you have it now? And he was like, oh yeah, I guess I can if it's no longer yours. And you know, the player starts eating it and then the comedian's like, you're disgusting. You're eating rubbish. <laughs> and it's like, that's how fucking stupid of a rule oh, it was. It's, yeah. You know, it's... yeah. I think the rules like, it's just kind of pointless. I think because international athletes aren't allowed to get the money. Yeah. But, and I saw the basketball athletes, like basketball sports started sponsoring. And I was going to say, did YKTR, would they ever look into if international <laughs> athletes can do it? Could they sponsor athletes? Oh, mate, I've never even met ICE. Mate, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the wrong person to be asking. Yeah, hey, I was going to say, I probably, yeah. Mate, if, if, I don't know if you've watched, but this is the one-way KTR hoodie I have. Hey, yes. I have to do this every single time I do a potty. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no, fuck. I, I, mate, I'm, I'm the last person to ask for that. But, you know, ICE is, is from what I've, I've heard of him, he seems like a pretty pretty generous guy. Um, But, yeah, no, look, I'd have, I'd have no idea on that side of the thing. Sorry. No, that's fair. It is, yeah. Hopefully, it um, eventually translates to international students. Um, I know we get a fair few, especially over here in Australia. We produce a fair few punters, I suppose. There's been a few positional players go across. I don't know. Have there been many guys go across from NZ? Is there any sort of specific position that they play, or is it just hasn't been um, any? I played rugby um, with this one guy. He was, you know, large, large human. Mm. Um, and he, he got scared, you know, six foot eight, uh, fuck, I don't know, hundred, I'd say 130 to 140 kilos. Um, and he, he got scouted for, um, it was actually BYU. Yeah. Um, this would have been, fuck, I went over and watched a game. It was 2015, I think. Um, I went over and watched a BYU UCLA game and I was hoping that like I didn't really know him. You know, I played rugby with him a little bit, didn't really know him though, but I was hoping he would um, be in the team because that's when he was in it. But he he wasn't even in the team sheet. He wasn't in the team list at all. So I, I haven't really heard of any um, any Kiwis getting scouted. I know we do have a gridiron league. There's like 
six teams in it. Um, I know for a fact that the it's predominantly a running game, uh, you know, a running um, league because I've just sorry if any of the uh, players are listening, but I've just heard the quarterbacks just aren't aren't very good with it. So you know, people just kind of it's more sort of rugby players that love gridiron so they play it so you know it's a, obviously you want to hand a rugby player a, a, a football rather than get him to throw it mm. um so no I, I haven't really heard of too many kiwis um getting over there yeah that's fair um i think look what's another what's the other thing we we're looking at i know we we're talking about it earlier do you have any good bets for the season like i know you boys love a bit of a punt yeah, again, like um, me, me personally, I'm a. If I put a bet on, I'll put a couple hundy on something that's you know paying reasonable. Whereas Jackson's the type of guy to put a ten dollar bet on a twenty leg multi. So, like I kind of said before, I'm I'm not a big fan of putting these season bets on because just anything can anything can happen injury wise and everything like that. But if I was gonna gonna put a bet on, I would probably just um do some of my division picks. I wouldn't go all of them, but I would go just Bills to win the AFC East. Um, I probably wouldn't even fully back the Ravens, to be honest. Um, again, if, I, if I'm putting money on, you know, if you're putting 10 bucks on it, go for it. If, if, if I'm putting 100 on it, I'd probably leave the Ravens out of there. I'd, I'd um, chuck the Titans in there. I'd chuck the Chiefs in there. I'd leave the Cowboys out. Again, I don't trust anything in that NFC East division um i wouldn't put it on the packers purely because if aaron Rodgers leaves like i said before that's i think that's it um i'd chuck tamper in there because again although i'm not overly high i'm not high on the bucks to win the super bowl but i do think they quite easily win that division again i don't think any other to again like i said the saints are rebuilding i don't even know who's going to be their starting is it going to be Taysom hill well, there's a lot of talk about Winston actually starting. Yeah, um, so that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so I, I wouldn't, you know, Saints are rebuilding, um, Panthers are there, and then I've forgotten the other team again. So that's how high on I am on that other team that's in that mm. division. Yeah. And then, again, I would leave the Seahawks out of it um, because, again, I just, the, the Rams, I'm high on. The 49ers, I probably, I probably um, you know, don't give them enough credit purely because I really don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, but their defense is, is fucking wicked. So they probably will be up there. So if I was putting a bet on, yeah, I'd just go Bills, Titans, Chiefs, Tampa. So what's that? It's only a, it's only a four-leg multi, nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. No, yeah. so that's good. So if you hear that, load up. That'll be your winner for the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, okay. I need <laughs> to put a little disclaimer on that, eh? Fucking hell. That's, that's taking us to the moon. Um, righto. I suppose wrapping it up here, what's uh, what's the rest of 2021 got in store for Barely Balls? I suppose there's the end of the basketball season. We've got the last couple of games coming up and then we're running full steam ahead into the uh, NFL season. But what's your what's your guys' take on the rest of the year? Yeah, look, we just want to kind of keep doing what we're doing. Um, get a little, yeah, keep doing what we're doing, but a little bit more of it. So obviously, if I can, every, I think every single time we've done a podcast in the last month, we've gone, yeah, we'll be putting out more micro content and we just haven't done anything. Um, Jackson and I are both, both pretty busy. So it's just kind of committing to it more, just putting out more micro content because, you know, putting out one podcast a week doesn't, you know, you, I'm sure you guys know it. You need to do a little bit more than that and such sort of a saturated market. So yeah, just keep doing what we're doing, but just offer a little bit more and definitely try to um, 
it's always fun when we do a little bit of a Q&A with the fans, just, you know, get some abuse, get some genuine <laughs> questions and stuff like that. So um, Jackson told me not to read the YouTube comments, but I, I couldn't help myself. But it was actually only positive. I was really, I was quite disappointed, actually. Um, but yeah, no, so just just basically just get, get a little bit more out there and get a little bit more consistently. But we're pretty happy with what we're doing. Just, you know, NBA, NFL, we think, you know, like, you know, like you guys are doing, there's a little bit of a gap in the, in the market. Not everybody wants to sit down and listen to two hours of Stephen A. Smith yell at Max and <laughs> listen to Max's crazy takes about how Trey Young's better than Steph Curry. So that's, um, but yeah. What about you guys? You guys got any plans or anything or? Uh, I think we found like starting in the off season was kind of tough because there's just not much content out there <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it just gets real dry. Um, we kind of been looking at getting a few guests on. Obviously, you guys are our first guest. Yeah. And we kind of got a few things in the works there. Um, I guess, as you said, we're just trying to hit that gap in the market, put out a bit of content and just see if we can sort of, I don't know, take off. But just, I mean, we're enjoying it. So I think that's probably the main yeah. thing we're getting out of it. We're enjoying doing it. And then obviously, I mean, it'd be great to continue to talk with you guys and obviously follow things through the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I mean, that, that's that's why um, you know Jackson said it before, and that, that's why we're doing it. Is like me and Jackson would literally like we, definitely when he was in New Zealand. Um, you know, me, me and Jackson are real good mates. Um, yeah. You know, we'd see each other two, three times a week, and we'd literally just do this, except without a fucking microphone in front of us. <laughs> and then obviously he started doing a little bit more and more for YKTR, yep. and he was like, "Hey, look, do you wanna do you wanna chuck a microphone in front of yourself?" And I was like, "Yep, yeah, sweet." Um, but yeah, just doing it, doing it for fun. And then, but yeah, like you said, me and me and Jackson are kind of going to feel your pain a little bit after, after the NBA finals finishes, we had this problem last year. We were like, yeah. fuck, there's just, what do we, what do we talk about now? So it's just sort of, it makes it a little bit more interesting and definitely teeing up, um, teeing up with you guys would be good. Just get some takes and talk a little bit of shit with some other people. Um, yeah. Apologize on Jackson's behalf that time <laughs> that that guy needs a, <laughs> like an assistant for his time management skills. <laughs> I, the amount of times I've waited for him for like an hour to do a podcast. Yeah, sweet. We'll do it at seven. Oh yeah, yeah. 7.30. I'm 10 minutes away. 8.30. Oh yeah, I'll be there in half an hour. Oh wow, we'll push it to tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no, it's, all, it's good, eh? Yeah. No, it's been uh, absolutely unreal to have you on. You know, just yeah. as you said, it's just good to sort of shoot the shit sometimes and chat a bit of footy uh wrapping up though i suppose not say nfl but what's your um what's your thoughts on the finishing of the nba just quickly <laughs> uh yeah yeah so so me and jackson talked about this last week i think um i thought the suns of so far i'm right which is uh quite pleasing because i got the uh the rest of the finals reasonably wrong but yeah i thought the suns would win the first two i think the bucks win the next three well sorry the yeah win the next three games so they've just won the first one of those so i think the bucks win game four and uh, yeah game four and game five i think the Suns snag game six and then i think the bun but the bucks win it in game seven um i just think Giannis is i, th- I think I've, I've always been a big believer of basketball is the most individual team sport there is um and if you have the best player you generally win and i think Giannis is quite a lot better than I, I don't know who, whoever you think the sun's best player is, whether that's Chris Paul, whether that's Devin Booker, mm. either of those guys, I think Giannis is a lot better um, than both of them. And the one, uh, I guess, critique that I've had on Giannis the past couple of years is there is a blueprint, 
on how to defend him in the playoffs, but you have to have a guy to defend him, which the Suns don't. Again, the, their best defender is probably probably Chris Paul, maybe Mikael Bridges, and obviously Chris Paul's way too small, and then yeah. Mikael Bridges is just a little bit too small. But obviously, you know, last time we saw um, uh, Giannis in the, fi- in the finals before this one was uh, against the Raptors, and Kawhi is that guy who can deliver that blueprint to him. So the Suns just haven't really got that guy to to take on Giannis. Yeah, and Aiton, I suppose, do you think Aiton's good enough to sort of cover that or not really? Aiden needs to be guarding Lopez because then if yeah, you put Aiden true. on Giannis, then absolutely nobody can guard Lopez. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lopez is he's terribly defensively, but he again the NBA what it is today, it's an offensive game, and yep. you need yeah you just need Aiden on Giannis or else oh sorry you need Aiden on Lopez because Giannis can I mean he's not a great shoot three point shooter, but he can pull him out, and then if he pulls him out and just starts taking jumpers, then Brooke Lopez can just dominate on the offensive boards. Um, you know, then you, who you got guarding Lopez, Jay Crowder at <laughs> six foot six, six foot seven. Like he, he's just, he's just way too small. So unfortunately the Suns, I just don't think defensively they've got what it takes to, to take on Giannis. Obviously he needs a little bit of help from Middleton and Drew Holiday, but again, keyword only a little bit. So I think they can deliver enough. Yeah. Very good. Who you guys got winning that series? Jeez, I was hoping for Suns in four again. But, uh... <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Jesus. <laughs> no, nah, I'd, I'd say you're probably right there. I wouldn't mind seeing Suns win it because I wouldn't mind seeing CP3 get a title because this yeah, year, yeah. if he doesn't get one here, that, I, I can't see him getting one. Oh, see, I, I, I agree with you saying I'd like to see CP3. I'd also like to see Giannis win one. Like, I'm, I'm a yeah, big yeah, fan of Giannis, um, but also, yeah, like I wouldn't mind. I don't, I don't really care who wins, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just think the Bucks will win. But I disagree with you saying if CP3 doesn't win it this year, he doesn't win one again. I, we, me and Jackson talked about this last week, and I said I think Chris Paul leaves even if he wins or loses. But I said if he wins, he goes to a moderate team to boost them. And I said if he loses, I think he goes to a team like the Lakers or the Clippers. And then I think whatever team Chris Paul goes to next year will win it. Yeah, okay. I don't mind that. If it's a top-heavy top team. No, if he goes to the Heat, I don't think it's a lock. But if he goes to the Lakers no. or the Clippers, I think that team is a lock to win it. Yeah, that puts him over the top. Yeah, yeah. No, very good. Well, uh, I suppose, yeah, if you want to go more in depth, uh, you can catch yourself and Jackson, as you said, on the Barely Ballers podcast. That's predominantly on YouTube. Is that correct? You guys on Apple or Spotify? Uh, well, I listen to us on, yeah, fuck, that sounds like a knob, eh? I listen to myself <laughs> on Spotify, uh, but we are on the, the Apple podcast as well. And then we've just started uh, filming it. And I think the last two episodes have been on YouTube. So we are we are on YouTube as well. Yeah. Okay, very good. And then you're both just at your Instagram handles, which we'll put in the show notes as well. So if you guys want to catch more yeah. of Alex and Jackson on their podcast, feel free to get into that. Yeah, why can't you spell my name, my last name wrong on the last two YouTube <laughs> things as well? So don't, don't, don't click on that Instagram handle. That's not mine. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure we'll get our social media guy onto it. I'll Cam's pretty good with his spelling, thankfully. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sweet. No, cheers for having me on, guys. It's uh, this is the you know first first time I've been on another podcast, teeing up with someone else other than Jackson. So it's been good, and uh, yeah, definitely do it again sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, yeah, as you said, um, the first of many. But uh, we'll catch you later, then, shall we? Sweet. Cool. Cheers, guys. Thanks, mate.
Thanks for letting us in your crib. It's been real. <laughs>